Good afternoon, Los Angeles and all of Southern California. I'm Farley Malaris, and you're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s, on KFOX 93.5 FM, your talk alternative. And I'm mighty happy to be here. There's a lot going on. First of all, I am proud that we gave you the proper choice for the Super Bowl. You heard it right here on KFOX in the Astrology Hour that the Niners would win the game, but the Bengals would beat the spread. So congratulations to all the lucky gamblers that listen to this. If you listen to the Astrology Hour, then you might have won some money on the big game, which makes us 97 wins, 22 losses. Also, I want to wish a happy birthday to my mother and her twin sister, Beatrice Malaris and Clara Crawl. So, happy birthday to those proud Aquarians. Once again, happy anniversary to my mom and dad. Fifty wonderful years. And also, I want to say hello to my cousin Leslie Elpers, her husband Frank Elpers, and their daughter Lori Elpers that are probably listening to the show today for their first time. So welcome to Southern California. Sorry about the weather. <laughs> Never rains in California, right? Anyway, today we're going to talk about an advanced topic. Today's topic is called transit deadlines. We're going to talk about the movement of the planets in the solar system, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, including the sun and the moon, as they course, they travel through the 12 stellar constellations we now know as the Zodiac, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sag, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces, the 12 signs in which the planets move through, travel through, and these are known as the transits of the planets. And actually, the planets act as a clock of life, the clock of life. Instead of saying, what time is it? It's 12 noon. You might want to say, what time is it? It's Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune in Capricorn. And we do learn so much about life, the cycles of life, and certain deadlines that we are called upon to perform, and certain endings and completions that we are asked to do by following the movement of the planets. So a lot of people that listen to the Astrology Hour are well aware of these transit deadlines. We are well aware that we all go through Almost 98% of us go through some kind of crisis, trauma, rebirth, adjustment right before we are 30. It's a Saturn cycle. It occurs every 28 to 30 years. It's a very exciting time. It's time for us to let go of our old ways, our immature ways, and to try to grow up. A lot of us are well aware that even though we think we're grown up in our 30s, we learn quite the different when we approach 40. When we're like 38, 39, and 40, we go through a Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto cycle called the midlife crisis transit, where finally our childhood dreams are shattered and our goals are altered, and also we are subject to being totally renewed in a cocoon state by the time we are 43, 44, when total adulthood strikes and maturity strikes. Many of us are also aware of a Saturn cycle that goes on every seven years when Saturn will square or oppose Saturn in our chart, which is a major adjustment, usually identified by some kind of growth experience that can be connected to a suffering 
So that's why 7-year-olds go through problem states, 14-year-olds, 21-year-olds, when you're 28, have that Saturn return, 35, 42, 49, you have a Saturn cycle every 7 years. And these are all called transit deadlines, because things happen in our life. We talked about destiny factors on Friday, how literally the soul before birth is well aware of where the planets are going to be traveling during the life cycle of the being this soul is going to become. And when the soul occupies a human body and becomes a human being and is charged by a certain astrological vibration at birth, more than just your sun sign, you receive an astrological bolt of energy (laughs) when you take that first breath that gives you tremendous cosmic capabilities depending on exactly the date, the time, and the city you were born. You're more than a Libra. You're more than a Scorpio. You're more than a Pisces. You might have your moon sign in Virgo and and your Venus sign in Cancer and your Mars sign in Libra and Jupiter may be located in Sag. And every one of these factors are what we call your natal chart, your natal effect, are the astrological circuit that stays with you during your whole lifetime. The way an astrologer reads a person and understands that person's life mission Destiny, karma, their uniqueness is by reading those planets located frozen in space in that birth chart. And the way an astrologer can figure out what is going on in an individual's life as far as choices, details, deadlines, like what today's topic's all about, and certain events that are going to occur, like falling in love, getting married, having a baby, buying a house, getting a job, buying a car investing in stock, all kinds of stuff, many times are set up by the movement of the planets. And a lot of people that know nothing about astrology will say, no way, Farley. But over and over again, people call me up on the show, and they also will come to my house in a private consultation. When you come to see me or call me on the air during a forecast day, I will typically tell you what's happening in your life. And I may see things like marriage or a new home or a new career or newfound money, because I'm looking at your transit deadlines. I'm looking at opportunities that are on approach and energy shifts in your life that are on approach through the movement of the planets. Now, every day, if you listen to the Astrology Hour, you'll notice that right before we go on the air with the show, I will give the planetary locations, the Leo moon, the sun in Aquarius, the Mercury retrograde, Venus in Capricorn, and so forth. I'm giving you the transits are the movements of the planets in the signs. This is a clock of the zodiac. And people that are astrologically aware will know that sometimes if they know their chart, if not all the time, when I call off planets in the sky, I am calling off their number. For example, Moon in Leo at 25 is sitting right on my Saturn in Leo right now, which happens to be my karma and my major lesson in life, which has to do with organization and leadership and humility and also creativity and i actually feel that because this morning i did have a run-in with an authority figure there was a miscommunication there was a little stress going on there and that's because i had a transit deadline this morning that was triggered by the moon in leo going over one of the planets in my circuit chart see there's two charts in astrology that you must know about if you really want to understand how astrology works The birth chart, which we call the natal chart, is your circuit. I really believe, and what I have studied, 
I'm really into brain cells. And from what I can figure, the closest thing I can figure is that when a baby comes out of the womb, it is really not complete. It's almost like many of us are born like drones, like bees, where a lot of babies, if you line newborns up side by side, they almost look alike. I don't care what race they are. Many times newborns look very similar because it's like they don't have that personality imprint. Something happens at birth. Something happens when the umbilical is cut and when the breathing cycle starts. There's an absorption factor that goes on where actually the setup of the universe is collected by each and every one of the cells in the body, particularly the brain cells, and that this astrological imprint is something that is passed on. It's like something that is imprinted into the DNA. And of course, it would be very difficult scientifically to prove this because the cosmic energy, the cosmic effect we're talking about is so metaphysical, it's almost etheric in nature. But this is why we as astrologers believe so heavily in astrology because we've tested it. We've tested the philosophy that there is this cosmic charge, this circuit effect at birth called the natal chart that literally affects the being for their whole life cycle in a very particular, fashionable manner, which actually defines character, defines identity, and defines uniqueness to let us know what your vehicle is. That's right. Each soul has a different vehicle depending what race they are, what sex they are, what religion they are, what family they're from, and what astrological charge they have at birth. This is called the natal effect or the natal circuit effect, which we call the astroscope on this show. And the other chart that we are constantly aware of in astrology is called the transit chart. See, like, whereas the natal chart is just like something that is frozen for the whole lifetime, it's fixed. The transit chart triggers the natal chart to create certain electronic impulses in the brain, in the body, that will impel us to be in certain situations depending on where the transit location of the planets are, depending on how they are triggering our chart, to put us through certain significant life situations and karmic experiences that really help life unfold. So when we talk about astrology, we're like talking about the clock of God here, that effect in outer space that helps us as humans understand the cycles we go through and the deadlines that we are currently confronted with on a daily basis. We are constantly being thrown deadlines at us. Like somebody might call up and say, Farley, how's my relationships? Well, in their chart, I might see that they're having an astrological, astronomical effect called a transit trine to their Venus or to their Mars, which is a very, very opportunistic potential transit that offers lots of love and light for new beginnings. So I might say, well, you're shown relationships very strongly right now. You're peaking for the next two weeks when the transit deadline will be over, which means if they are shown meeting somebody new, then I will tell them in the chart when we are seeing this particular appearance crop up, just like we can predict pregnancies and we can predict people moving and changing residence, hiring, being fired, new careers, riches and wealth and bankruptcy. We can take a look at almost anything you could imagine in a life cycle by taking a look at the transiting planets, the moving planets in the sky, the mobile chart, in comparison to and in correlation with the natal chart or the fixed chart, 
And by understanding these transit deadlines, we can actually make predictions to understand how we are going to feel, what turn life is going to make, sudden situations and events we must be aware of. And it's so wonderful. It's so powerful. It's so interesting. It's very fascinating that it really does help us understand life and follow life, take the edge off and give us information that a lot of people don't pay attention to or respect to really give us the edge in this competitive civilization. Today we're talking about transit deadlines. You know, the only way you're going to understand astrology is going to take a little study. This is a science, and it's not going to come through osmosis. The Astrology Hour is an astrological metaphysical correspondence class. And the only way I can teach you is you must get your chart. There's no other way I can teach you. When you have your chart, oftentimes I tell people, fill in the abbreviations on the front page and identify your 12 factors. The 12 factors that are in every chart that are so important that if you take the time to memorize, then you can really understand transits. You can really get this topic down. Your sun sign, mine's 18 Leo. 18 degrees, Leo. See, each sign has 30 degrees in it. So when you get your chart, you'll find out where your sun sign is by degree. If you're a Libra, you might be a Libra 12. So you get that done when you get your chart done. My moon is 17 Scorpio. That's the second factor. My rising sign, which is the sign in the eastern horizon that rises when you're born. It's also the sign that rules your personality, your character, your identity, and your childhood. Probably the most important thing in a chart. If you ever heard rising sign, that's it. Rising sign is 20 Libra. My Mercury sign is 18 Leo. My Venus sign is 5 Cancer. My Mars sign is 15 Libra. Jupiter sign is 19 Sagittarius retrograde. My Saturn sign is 25 Leo. My Uranus sign is 29 Gemini. My Neptune sign is 10 Libra. My Pluto sign is 14 Leo, and my north node of the moon is 8 Taurus. Now, because I know those 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, looks like 12 factors in my chart. I've memorized it, which I suggest you do. See, like, astrology is a science that is very much concerned with astronomical locations defined by numbers. When you're looking at the transiting planets in the sky, The moving chart in the sky in comparison to your chart that you were born with, knowing your numbers is absolutely critical to know if you have a transit deadline. Because even if you have an 18-degree Leo sun like me, and I call out an 18-degree Capricorn effect, which is going to happen to Venus in two days, Venus will be 18 degrees Capricorn, I'm going to be confronted with some kind of transit deadline. You have to know what a Venus in Capricorn Quinks, my son in Leo, means, which may also take a little study too. But when you do find out what it means, at least you know your numbers, so you have that starting point. You can always study what the transit aspects are that we call squares, conjunctions, trines, sextals, oppositions, in conjunction, semi-sextals. You can always define that later. Once you define that and you get your numbers down, And, for example, if you order your transit forecast from us and a new member bonus or a renewal, then we give you the transit for you. We explain to you what it means. Eventually, people get so good, they don't need the transit forecast as much because they finally understand what transit deadlines are all about. That's why we have the advanced transits now. You see, life, in so many ways, if not in the major way, 
is just like a gauntlet. Believe me, there's a lot of fun and there's a lot to be learned in life. I'm sensitive and because I'm human, I'm always dealing with fear and trying to overcome it. I think if you don't have any fear, you're either crazy or you're subhuman or superhuman or whatever. But that's what got me into metaphysics and astrology. I am tired of pain. I am tired of stress and anxiety. I've been through one too many traumas. And I'd like to know about the gauntlet. I'd like to have the veil lifted, the Piscean veil lifted, and I prefer Aquarian clarity, which is what astrology gives you. Astrology is an Aquarian science, so it offers Aquarius clarity. When they take the blindfold off you, and when you know your transit deadlines, and you can follow your transits in your chart, and you learn about this stuff, it is so helpful. Wouldn't you like to know that you're going to have a possible scandal in your relationship? where your boyfriend may dump on you, or you may catch him with another woman or a man, or vice versa? Wouldn't you like to know that you're showing career turmoil? Wouldn't you like to know that you are shown a residence change, or problems with the landlord, or taxes, or with the law? Or wouldn't you like to know there's a potential accident, or a newborn baby coming, or perhaps a new relationship, or an improved relationship with an old friend or a relative? There's so much in astrology that is so amazing and magical and wonderful because so many people into astrology have proved over and over again that we can see it coming, we can feel it coming, and we know it's there by following the transits and knowing when those transit deadlines hit. Those times when, well, Farley says I'm going through a fertile state now. It's going to last a couple months, which means I can get myself pregnant. Boom, my phone rings. Farley, I'm pregnant. You're right. Or, I'm going through a problem, a karma, with my mother and with my father. He says I should give them some space for a while. You're right. Why fight it? Why buck it, you know? And it's right there in the transcendent. I'm an astrologer. I'm your astrologer. And when you call me up on the radio, it is part of my job to help teach you about your transit deadlines and let you know about some of the things approaching your future. But as an astrology student, if you study enough, you can qualify and learn how to read the transits yourself. And you could remove that blindfold and run through that gauntlet a lot better than Davy Crockett or Daniel Boone and actually make it in life and get that edge, that cosmic metaphysical edge that lets you know when things happen. And people are not into astrology by accident. They're not fools. Middle class, upper middle class, a very intelligent, high IQ bracket of people study and follow astrology. You know why? Because so many of them are skeptical and they're into scientific fact, they run their own tests. They put their lives through their own little series of research. And they follow these transits, and when things hit where they're told by astrologers and through transit forecasts what's going to happen, they prove to themselves over and over again how it does work and that it does definitely work. That's why so many millions and millions, hundreds of millions of people are getting into planetary chart astrology away from sun signs. Only ignorant people are only close-minded, dogmatic thinkers. People that don't have one grasp of what an open mind is would put down or not pay any attention to the power that can be found through astrological analysis and research. You think I'm wasting my whole life by teaching this? I'm one of the most skeptical people you'll ever meet. I come, like my family, from Missouri, And it's not by accident that we are called the show-me state because I needed an astrologer a long time to show me and prove to me how it works. Not only did she go through my transit deadlines in the future, 
but she went over through some of the past transits I'd been through and nailed critical points and times in my life, exact experiences I went through that just completely sold me on this power, on this science called astrology.